0: This is
1: another episode of the podcast. Live it full. Hey, it's Richard. It's another edition of the Live It Full podcast. If you're listening, you probably know that, but I appreciate you listening. And if this is your first time, please share us with your friends. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, take a screenshot, share it on your stories. Help us grow the podcast. I'm in the studio by myself today. We've taken a couple weeks off after a Disney vacation as well as a little bit of the COVID, um, but we are all better isolated, out of isolation. Everybody's back to work and school, so no big deal there. But I was sitting on, I was uh, looking at Instagram last night. And sometimes I look through Instagram not to consume, but to help me produce content, to think about things that are going on in my life and try to relate them Um, One thing I do, I say I try to produce content. What I try to do is document our lives. And sometimes those things, they come up and they overlap. And I find videos or find things that make me think about other things that lead me to having a conversation with y'all, our loyal followers and listeners. But I'm going to play a quick audio clip from a reel that I made last night. Um, I did not make the audio. I do not own the audio. But it is on Instagram. So I assume it's in the public domain. I'm going to play it, though. And I'm going to talk a little bit about it and my experiences around it. Because I think a lot of people relate to it. Okay, so without further ado, here we go. You want to know why strangers support you more than people you know? Because people you know have a tough time accepting the fact that you came from the same place while they are still in the same place. Now let that sink in. So you'll hear Caitlin and I talk about your circle, your tribe, your family, the the people around you, the masterminds you're in, the groups, the the all of the world that is closest to you. And so we talk about it a lot. We think that those things help push you. They drive you. But when I remember the first thing, I got into insurance. I sold life insurance. For those of you that don't know, I sold life insurance like door to door, knocking on doors. I was a knockster, I guess you could call it. Um, door knocker, Jehovah Witness style. Um, no offense to those. I think they work really hard. Uh, but I did that my first year out of college selling life insurance. I learned how to do it. I learned how to understand people's needs and help them understand the needs. Um, basically because it was straight commission. And if I didn't make sales, we weren't going to be able to eat. Caitlin was still in college. We've talked about that briefly, but the first thing I was taught when I went to a, I went to a two week paid training, I say paid loosely, um, I stuck us in a hotel room with strangers and paid us a little bit of a per diem. Anyways, the first thing I remember the guy getting up there and telling us, he goes, if you've got to sell to your friends and family, you're not going to make it long because you're going to run out of friends and family. I interviewed with another insurance company. Um, big, big live company out of uh, New York. I won't say which one it is. Um, but I remember interviewing with them and them specifically having a different um, mindset on that. They were always like, you need to have a 200 list. You need to get your 200, most your friends and family. I need 200 people from you that you're going to work and you're going to call and you're going to you know sell insurance to. And so two different diametrically opposed concepts. And I will tell you the first turned out to be better advice long-term for me. I have always taken the advice that I'm not going to attempt to sell my friends and family. Does that say that I don't do business with them all the time? No, but I usually have them come to me. The point is, and I do have a lot of friends that support me in business, so don't take it that way. But I will say it's amazing when you build these online communities and you meet people through mastermind groups and you connect with people Um, that you've never physically met. And maybe at some point you do. I've met a lot of people from all over the United States through Apex, uh, but I haven't. um, There's a lot that I haven't that I've just had conversations with online. But it's amazing how much a stranger will support your business if if they feel like they like, know and trust you versus people you know, people you've grown up with, people that should be in your tribe, that should be in your blood family or that are in your blood family that don't support you. So this is going to be a quick message to those of you out there who are experiencing the startup phase of a new business, whether it be you're, you've been doing business a long time, but you're starting something new or you're doing something like us where we're selling some merchandise on the side. Don't expect those closest to you to support you. It's hard, but I think that some of that's going in with that expectation and understanding that, you'll be much happier in the long run. And you'll realize that people that don't know you sometimes will support you the most. It's a wild concept, but it's true. So with that in mind, like us, leave us a five-star review. Like I said, it's going to be a quick five-minute podcast today. I hope that you like our content. Continue to subscribe to it. Leave us those reviews and continue to live it full.
0: You just listened to this entire episode. That means you gain some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Live It Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Live It Full podcast.